Good morning. Good morning. I'm so happy to be here and to hear what God is doing here in this Bible school and the church. Uh, it become my one of my reasons to thank my Savior after I saw what he is doing here. It is amazing impact what the, the, this uh, ministry is doing. I truly appreciate my Savior. Uh, my English may be, you know, uh, somehow difficult for you to understand. Anyhow, I promise something. I will try to speak as much as I can clear. Uh, and the, the other thing, I will assure you, I will speak from my heart. Because I'm, I'm speaking about my, I'm a, my Savior. And uh, God allowed me in my lifetime to serve him for 36 years. And the first, uh, the first uh, 10 years was not easy in our life in Ethiopia. Especially that was the time of communist. In the communist time, that just I was brand new uh, preacher. And uh, during that time, because of the, the problem and persecution, our, our missionaries who led us to Christ, they had to leave the country. While they were the, the missionary was there, we were careless. And in fact, our mindset was, you know, let this uh, rich American do it. We don't care to tithe. We don't take care to be serious about, the, about Christ and the ministry. But later on, something bad happened. But it became to our uh, advantage. And the, the missionary, all the missionary had to leave the country. So that was a very critical time in our spiritual life. Now it is time, challenging time. Is the Great Commission belongs to the rich American or it, it is also for, for the poor Ethiopians? That is a big challenge. He, he don't depend on our economy. He don't depend on our, our, on our wisdom. He depends on himself. So we realized it, it, the ministry is given for us the Great Commission is also, the responsibility is also belong to us. That's why in a very difficult time, after the communists confiscated all our properties, and uh, in fact, me and my wife, we've been in jail three, four times, just be, we preached the, the gospel. Even that was not stop our, 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 our life to continue. By his faithfulness, we continue to serve the Lord. For the last uh, 36 years, by his faithfulness, by, hell, uh, by his faithfulness, we come to this point. I thank the Lord about the, the privilege he gave, he gave us to serve him in that part of the, the, the world. You know, usually when most of the third world people, when they come here, your country is attractive, and many people are tempted to stay here. And in fact, I got many times when I come here, I got many invitations from my, uh, some rich friends. They want me to keep me here. But I have a call to East Africa. East Africa is the best place in my life because that's the place where God wants me to be. So I'm, I'm, I, I don't have any, any regret in my ministry in the last six uh, years. So I, I saw his faithfulness. You are soldiers because this school are just preparing these soldiers to have impact in the entire world. I want you to understand, my brothers and sisters, to understand his will. We are worshiping the God who hears, living God. He speaks to our heart. 
If we listen exactly, perfectly, he will lead you through his will. That is the perfect place. It may, it may be very hard to your life when he just reveal his life to you. In, in, in my conclusion, I'm going to, to share with you the, from John chapter uh, 13, three points. And you will see, you will see in your life his amazing faithfulness. Uh, since you are the Bible school student, and uh, you know how God called Moses from, from Egypt, from, from very high places. He had all privileges and uh, a very uh, good life and power. But uh, his spiritual life and uh, his knowledge about God was limited. In most cases, he was doing by himself. He depend on his wisdom in Egyptian wisdom because they were at that time they were like Amer today's America. So he 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 tried his best to free his people. As you see, you know it seems the story seems between uh, the Egyptian and the Israeli, the, the Hebrew guy when they have a fight, he he tried to help the the Israelians. He think he can't do it, but you know later on. He fled from the, the, the Egypt, and that 14 years was uh, God was working in the life of Moses. We are we human. We are uh, we are difficult to God because we always we always just uh, take human wisdoms, and, and throughout these 14 years, God is just uh, working in the life of Moses. Finally, I think uh, to the uh, he he realized. He is not able to take out the uh, Israelis from Egypt. Oh, that time, God, if you read that, that place, you know, they are that kind of Musa I want, God said in that point. Oh, now you are in the good position. Now your mindset is good. Now you, you understand you are not able to free my people. It is me. Then the, Musa, he, when he, Musa said, you know, I'm not able to take away this, to take out from Egypt's bondage, and God said, I will be with you. Because God's faithfulness, he will be with us in all circumstances. He will be with us, he is faithful. In my understanding, Pastor, please allow me to speak this. Uh, one of the very misunderstood person in the world is missionary. We national, we misunderstood missionary. And the pastor from this side uh, misunderstood them. In the difficult condition, you know, the churches, the pastors, they expect so much. But, you know, by their faithfulness to stay there, to serve the Lord, and faithfully, by itself, it is great. Uh, I want you just to challenge you, just, you know, his, his promise is not easy promise. He's faithful to his promises. I want to, to bring uh, your attention to John chapter 13. John chapter 13. It, it, that, that part of the scripture, especially that, that part of the scripture, it doesn't look good. The atmosphere of that meeting, because Jesus was looking to have a supper with them, the final supper, in the upper room. It was a very tenseful moment. He's speaking something, something, 
He speaks uh, many times, but now this evening was very hard evening, tenseful conditions. He's, he's speaking again and again about his days. To me, that evening, even for himself, his spirit was troubled. It was because he's looking, because of his, his godly wisdom, he's looking what is going to come within a few hours. But he, he showed us there in, in, his, uh, in, in the, the chapter 13, very practical things. Luke, in Acts chapter 1, before I get to this, our Lord Jesus Christ was, you know, he was not only uh, telling us just theory. He do things, and he showed that to his disciples. Ch Acts chapter 1, verse 1. The former traitors, threats have I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do and to teach. I think it is the practical part of uh, Christ's ministry was first. And after that, he, he, he teaches them. This is exactly what he has done in, the, in, in uh, John chapter 13. In John chapter 13, it, his love was very clear to his disciples. He was with, with them always faithfully in a very special love. I want to read the first uh, two verses. Now, brethren, the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour was come, that he should uh, depart out of this world unto the Father, having loved his own which were in the world, he loved them unto the end. He demonstrated amazing, uh, amazing love. Even in this uh, very special uh, moment, in all his life, he was with them. He showed his, his, uh, his compassion, his love, his, his concern to them. In this specific uh, chapter, Christ showed practically his love. Three important things in my understanding of this, uh, this part of scripture. The other thing, practically. This is practically because in, in verse 1, when John wrote these things, he said, he loved them from the beginning to the end. Because John himself understood Christ's love during the last three and a half years. So Jesus, Jesus in, this, in this part, the, he showed us the importance of love. And again, the second story here, as you saw, the Almighty God, and he kneeled down and to wash his disciples' feet, even Judah the Ascaret. That was, that, was, that was a very amazing message. And uh, washing, uh, washing feet, uh, it, ha it has uh, so many meanings. At least in Africa, you know, uh, when I was small, when we go to the village, uh, the, the, that family just, they run and they, they want to, to, to wash somebody's feet because it is a sign of respect, a sign of love, a sign of acceptance, a, a sign of just, you are better than me. That is human act, but you know here, the Almighty God, he kneeled down, he began to wash his disciples' feet. That was a special moment, just only, it seems, in my understanding, it is only for his disciples. He showed how he humbled himself. 
He, he is saying here in, the, in, in this part, you may not understand now. You understand later. When the Holy Spirit come, you know, he clearly, he, he clearly wrote, John clearly wrote, wrote all the points in a way that we can understand how Jesus Christ humbled himself. The, the other part, in another uh, crucial uh, point in this uh, chapter, it is amazing for me. After he finished the, the, the supper, and the Judas court, he began first, you know, the, the evil spirit, his, come to his, his thought, and finally, the Bible said, the devil himself entered to his life. Then, now Judah, they walk out. That's the scripture say. Do you remember what Jesus said at that moment? Always that's amazing to me. Always that's amazing. Do it quickly. Did you notice that part? Do it quickly. Why he said do it quickly? He's excited to glorify God. And immediately, as soon as he, he went out, after he said, do it quickly, now, uh, now the Father is glorified. Therefore, when he was gone out, Jesus said, now is the Son of God, the Son of Man, glorified, and God is glorified in him. If God glorified in him, God shall also glorify him in him, and shall uh, straight away glorify him. This is amazing, you know, in his heart, the, the, the very top part in his heart, Jesus Christ is to glorify his Father. You know, it is not all about him, it is all about his Father. Ministry is not all about us, it is all about him. So he was selfless here. Jesus, in this chapter, he, he taught his disciples, very importantly. If you, if you know, I don't know what it looks like in America, you know, back home, it is very special and uh, very important message when, the, when someone, when he speak in his death uh, bed, very special thing. You know, my father died, you know, four years ago. Uh, he was 94 when he died, you know. My son was there, I was here, unfortunately. And my father is believer. He came from Muslim family to Christ. You know the Lord Jesus Christ very well. He's, he, he is saved. He's, he was a happy man in, in the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, he was sick for a long time. In fact, when I just say goodbye to come here, you know, he said, how long you are staying? I said, three months. He said, son, that's too long. I didn't saw him. That's not my story. My story is, my son told me, as he just died, he said, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. That is amazing message in my life, I, which I, I don't forget. Because this is my father's uh, speech at the end of his life, it is amazing. Christ, at the end of his fellowship with his disciples, he poured his life. He pours his heart. He told them everything. This is a very crucial thing. And finally, at the end of the, 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 the chapter, he said, love one another. If you love one another, the world will know that you, you are mine. 
And also, he, he told us to humble, uh, he, told, uh, he told them to humble their lives. The third point, when Judah Ascorch just left, you know, Jesus Christ showed us some very important thing. He, he was happy to sacrifice his life. He was so happy to sacrifice his life. You know what is going on after a few minutes. He was happy to love his, his disciples. He was happy to humble his life to his disciples. He was happy to sacrifice his, his life for all human beings. So when we understand always these things, God will glorify in our life. These horrible things in, in our life, difficulties, hardships, you know, it shows his mighty hand. You know, in my life, do you know which time was a, a very sweet time? For American audience to tell, you know, we were in prison, we were beaten, to tell those stories is just, you know, a sad story. In my life, that was the sweetest time when they throw us in jail. Sweetest time with the Lord. He was the only hope for us. The missionary, they left the country. All our church building as confiscated. Now, you know, when you, you don't have anything remain, you lift up your eyes upon the Lord. That is the sweetest moment. That was the sweetest moment. And so I want you to remind always his love, his humbleness, his sacrificial life. Without this three things, you cannot achieve something glorify our Lord. Some years ago, I let me conclude this with one, one example. Some years ago, when I started the East African Baptist Mission, one of my friends invited me to Oklahoma, one uh, Faith Baptist Church someplace. It's a long, long, long time. That time, one of the missionaries and I, we came to that church and they put us in the hotel. And we, we put all our stuff in the hotel, we, we went to the church. When I returned back, you know that in, in, in America, we don't use that in, in Ethiopia, the card to open the door. They gave us that, you know. When I, that morning, when I, I left, I locked that door and I checked, it, it was op, I able to open with that card. When I returned back that, that day, after the, the church, I tried to open with the, with the same card. It didn't work. It didn't work. Then I, I, uh, next, I went to the, the reception and they asked at the lady, what's the problem? This morning, I, I opened the door with the same card. But now, now, it refused. What, what is the problem? She said it is demagnetized. I don't know what demagnetized means. Anyhow, something messed up in the car. <laughs> then the, 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 the point is, I asked her, what is the solution? Oh, give it that to me, I will remagnetize that. And the same card, demagnetized and later on I took and I gave her to th that lady and she put it in the machine, she remagnetized it. The same card opened my door. You know, there will be a time when we are far away from the, the Christ cross, from Calvary, there will be demagnetization. We will be useless. We need to be closer to the, to, to the, the cross of Calvary. You know, it is purposely done when the God gave us uh, ordinances. These two ordinances always telling us about terrible situation, about his death, resurrection, barrier. We need to remember always, when we are far away, 
in our things from the cross of Calvary, you know, we will be demagnetized. My brothers and sisters, we need to remagnetize our life. The, the system and the technique of remagnetization is coming to the, the Savior, remembering his love, his humbleness, and sacrificial life. Without this, we are not able to, to serve the Almighty God. Thank you. Say a word about your mission and ministry, also. Okay. 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 I was worried about the time, so uh, you know that I thank the Lord. We know this week, uh, yesterday, I tried to explain some of our ministry uh, in the region of East Africa. Uh, when I started 15 years ago, it was just you know like a joke for many of my friends. When God speaks to you, it, it sometimes people may not understand. You will be misunderstood. But when God spoke to your heart, he's not measuring uh, your ability, your capacity, your wisdom. He, he, he depends on himself. So he gave me something beyond my capacity, beyond my, my knowledge. But when I, when I uh, invite my, my friends to introduce my ministry, most of them are mock. But later on, God opened a door for us in South Sudan. Because in Ethiopia, in so many places, in among the Muslim area, by God's grace, we open a, a churches in the Muslim-dominated uh, area, and uh, the, the churches grow. And the very strategic thing is just we focus on training. We don't have a such such kind of uh, training facility in Ethiopia, but we have to use what we have. I don't think Paul himself have this kind of very nice building. I don't think he had. Its building is good. I'm, I'm not just undermining the importance of the, the building. But we are using you know, the church's facility, even individual's home. And instead of inviting the students to our places, we are going to the villages. Especially the first few batches was very hard because we have limited teachers. And after the, the first batch, and, you know, we got so many preachers in who are willing to go to the villages. You know, I'm glad some American missionaries are very good for, uh, to us. They, they, they went with us to teach and to sleep uh, on the ground and eat what we eat there. And, you know, God did wonderful things because of their humbleness to serve the Lord. And uh, as I said in the other, in the other classes, mm, when I started this, it was even for myself, it was very difficult. Like it was difficult, the ministry and the vision was difficult for Joseph. It was difficult, but you know, God by His grace, He showed us all the way. He led us to, to all, all His uh, to His wills, and uh, uh, we planted 205 churches in the last 15, 15 years, and we trained 2,650 uh, preachers. We built. Uh, we we. You know, it, since it took a lot of money, we and we are not that much focused on church building. We build at least 15, 13 church buildings. It's not like this one, but you know, some are some some church buildings are grassroots uh, buildings. In the last 15 years, we are not focused on the facility of the mission. The next 15 years, that's what we are going to focus to facilitate our situation. Because you know, we we have uh, pastor, we have one challenge. Now the, our our ministry grow in Ken in northern Kenya, Uganda, and uh, South Sudan. Some people, they ask us, you know, we want to study Bible in a, in a higher level. 
and that's the challenging question to me. So we are planning to, to purchase a land in the capital city, Addis Ababa, to bring uh, the, the students from all over East Africa and to train them in a higher level so they can uh, serve in, in each country. Uh, so that, that's our strategy. But especially nowadays, nowadays the, one of the, 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 the big work in, a, in a East African Baptist Mission, we focus because it, because it, uh, it comes too late, the, with, uh, among the refugees. It is possible to work among the refugees. We planted so many churches in the refugees. Because when the churches we started, the preacher we, we trained uh, when they were in South Sudan, because of the tribal conflict, they had to leave the country. And they are living in the, in the refugee camp, and we went, they are friends, our friends, because they are our fruits. We went there and we organized them. Uh, I think in, in one of the, among the new air people, among the new air people, we have nine churches. Among the Dinka people, we have in the refugee camp, nine churches. Outside of the refugee camp, in, even in, in the South Sudan, we have uh, also 12 churches. Now, the, the other strategy, what you need to pray for us is now in the refugee camp, already we trained 25 uh, preachers, very good preachers, uh, because God gave us time. God gave them time. They may not be willing, you know, uh, if they were in the country. This is God's system. Now they don't have any job to work. They, they're devoted to l learn the word of God. So uh, we have 34 <laughs> students ongoing, uh, attending the Bible school, already 25 uh, trained. When they return back to their home village, all of them are not going to one place, two different villages, to plant a church. All right.